Audio esmagamento. Audio schiacciamento. Posso rimpin? Drablenia ad noi. Brech audio. Fuse audio. Passai audio. Crushing audio. Podcast. Hello and welcome to the lucky number 13 episode of the Crushing Audio Podcast. I'm your editor this week, Mike. No one else wanted to do it because they didn't feel like editing out all of the racial slurs that just naturally happened. In this episode, we discuss Captain America's Civil War, we learn you a few things about Portugal, and Phil takes us through the games with his version of Jeopardy. Welcome to the Crushing Audio Podcast. We tried to massage the audio, but clearly we underestimated our strength, so we crushed it. Sorry. (laughs) Joining us tonight, he's our Porthos, it's Alex. Hey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I will try not to speak over everybody and mess up everybody's ear holes if they're listening to this on headphones. <laughs> Consider it. That's why we compress, man. We compress. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Our Aramis, it's Phil. Hey, I'm an Aramis. Is, it, is that where you go for uh, Airbnb? You go to Aramis.com. Hey, that's a good uh, site for Airbnbs. Aramis.com. No, Aram- Aramis is actually a sexual move. Is it? Is it? The, yeah. Is it like the wheelbarrow but different? Aramis. I, I was. I was pretty sure Aramis was a animal native to Peru. That's a hybrid of a ram and a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I know? I thought it was a basketball play-by-play guy calling an airball. Oh. Ooh. See, that's that's probably better than most of your dad jokes right there. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, our, a- our Athos, it's Mike. Hey, what's up? How's it going? So, uh, yeah, I just flew in from Portugal. And boy, are your arms tired! Thank you! <laughs> and Luis Bracos está cansado. He's very tired. Luis Bracos está cansado. He just said what Mark said, but in Portuguese. Aww! <laughs> <laughs> We're glad you could make it. You even have the Google Translate ready to go. Can like, we can't oh, see it. Oh, All we see is light. Fantastic radio. <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. And and I'm Alexander Dumas because I created all of you. Your fiction. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say D'Artagnan. Nope. Uh, I'm no, Hank. You mispronounced it. It's it's pronounced dumbass. No, dumbass. I'm pretty sure it's Dumas. No, when you're doing it, dumbass. Well, hey, I, I do like that you're a fictional uh, writer that uh, created us because Elon Musk thinks that we're all in a enhanced simulation anyway. So you're on the same wavelength as uh, other geniuses. To be fair, to be fair, I would listen to Elon Musk before a lot of people. <laughs> True. So, so musky. So, gentlemen, what's new haiku? <laughs> Alex, have at. All right, here we go. Penguins beating sharks. Eating garbage helps them win. Please be over soon. So you went to the zoo. Tell us, how did that go? (laughs) No, this relates to the uh, Stanley Cup final that's going on right now. Uh, The Penguins are beating the San Jose Sharks as of this recording 2-0. So they're only two wins away from the Cup. Now... While I've been watching this, uh, I have been eating a bag of Ridgie's potato chips, which I just discovered uh, two two weeks ago, along with a bottle of Calypso lemonade. And mm. since I've made this my game time snack, the Penguins are now 
four and O. Oh. oh no, he has a ritual. So I basically will keep eating this before games and during games until the penguins lose, and I'm almost hoping that they lose one of the next two games so I can stop punishing my body. <laughs> I was about to ask, is the toilet 0-6? <laughs> On behalf of the pens who are winning, I would have to say for all of your efforts, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't fault you. I'm, I can, I've been uh, superstitious from time to time. I'm not that superstitious, but mm-hmm. I've been superstitious. It's, it's, more, it's more of just like a ridiculous thing to like post about on the message board about the cup final. Hey, if it's working, man, you can't you can't knock it till it doesn't work, right? Exactly. There it's, you it's go. Like, it's like it's uh, like rain dances. You know, when natives did the, in, the the native rain dances, they, they would always work. Why? Because they would keep on dancing until it rained. So Alex, you keep on eating those chips. Oh yeah. Have you have you guys heard of Ridgies? Ridgies? No, no, you, you no idea. Is this a Quebecois thing? Uh, I don't know if it is or not, honestly. Like it's uh, it's kind of like ruffles, uh, so they are rippled and and it, they are all dressed. <laughs> and after uh, eating a whole bag before the first period is up, you feel like trash. <laughs> I I never understood what all dressed was. What what is all dressed? All it's dressed just you want it to be. All dressed is an amalgamation of all the like the flavors they threw in. So it's salt and vinegar. It's barbecue. It's smoky bacon. In theory, it's a it's an amalgam of flavors. But it doesn't I taste tend like to, that. I, it tastes like ass. I it, tend to believe. I like it. Yeah, good I tend ass. to believe that that at least the popular <laughs> all dressed, it's a combination of dill pickle and ketchup. Now, mm. I only know that I only think this and believe this because two reasons. One. I love all just chips, and two, I hate ketchup chips, and I hate dill pickle chips. So it makes no sense, but somehow together, they're the Voltron of flavor. So it's amazing. <laughs> I'll run with that. I'll, I'll accept that. Nice. So, so Philly, what's yes? up with you in haiku? Well, let's go with this. Watering my lawn. The grass is still yellow, man. <laughs> Fuck suburbia. I like the man in there because he needs to sell. <laughs> He's learning from his past mistakes. That's right. Oh, is that a man if you need one? Mm-hmm. So, um, like most uh, owners of homes, I, I have grass. <laughs> and the previous owners of this home kept it meticulous and lovely and verdant and lush. It was like, you know... Yo, thesaurus over here. Yeah, I apparently, know. yeah. It was, it was, well, it's a, it's an audio podcast, right? I want to give them <laughs> as much uh, imaginative words. Uh, but it, it was, it was so beautiful what they had before. And in a matter of weeks, I've managed to kill it all. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Good job. And it's, it's not that bad, but it, there's like, I don't know how these yellow spots have appeared. And it's like, what the fuck? I have what have I done wrong? I don't think I've done anything wrong other than waiting for the rain to come that never came. So... Oh. When, I, not that I know shit about lawns, dude, but yes. when are you watering your grass? I usually water it uh, not during the, the hottest part of the day. Okay, so either in the morning I mean. or at evening, yes. And that is the breadth of my lawn management knowledge. So <laughs> so it's funny. I'll be sitting down with the wife watching TV or something, and then I'll be like, okay, i got to get up and go move the, uh, the sprinkler. And I, I move it like a foot over, and it <laughs> waters just enough more, and then... 
literally today, hours of my day were spent just doing that, like moving I'd the sprinkler every hour. Moving the sprinkler. <laughs> That's that is now my life, gents. I'm a sprinkler mover. I should make this a full time. It's funny because I see the neighbors, and the neighbors are older than we are. And they'll be sitting on their stoop with the hose in hand, watering their lawn, and their lawn looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I don't know who they've paid or what gremlins they have at work. But their grass looks awesome. My grass looks like I've literally gone out there, pissed on some patches, and shat on the rest. So I'm working on it. Um, yay, yay suburbia! Yeah. Well, sometimes you just got to go when you got to go. And yeah, yeah it's that. That's that's. A nutshell of what is occurring in the suburbs of Whippy. Is it a is it a city? It's a city, right? It's a place. It's a place. It's a, it's a person it a thing. <laughs> There's a sign somewhere that says Whippy. That's where I am, fuckers. It's all right. They can come and get me. Oh, <laughs> You're semi-adulting. You're semi-adulting at least. That's good. Uh, that's I'm good. trying. I'm trying. That's good. Uh, hey, Mike. What's up? Uh, introduce me. I was just trying to find a way to just gloss over you. Hey, Mike, what's new with you in Haiku? Uh, not much, not much. Just uh, just uh, hanging out, hanging out, and, and sure. he's still writing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm still writing. Seriously, fucking writing it down. No, right, for the I, uh, I throw it to me then. I'll, I'll do it. For the listener at home, um, I just got back from uh, from Portugal. And by that I mean my plane landed like less than an hour ago. See, you blew it again. Yeah, but five seven five, Mike. Come on. You're late. Oh, you, you, oh, came up with sorry. you came up I'm with just, it. I'm explaining just, that. I'm explaining oh, yeah, that. So okay, it's a precursor to all this. So you if had it doesn't seven make, hours on a plane to do uh, this. It was seven hours on a plane with no internet connection, and that's how what I needed to finish this off. There's um, this amazing app called like Docs on your phone, <laughs> Notepad. It True. also helps to have the notes of the game that you want to do on you. I had that at, here at, at home, so mm-hmm. I couldn't do use those. I had to start fresh with some old notes. But mm-hmm. regardless, if I happen to fade real quickly, it's because I've been on a plane for arguably ten-ish hours because we were waiting on the tarmac for two hours before we could actually take off. So that was that was super fun. But, uh, yeah, here it goes. Okay, so while I was there, uh, watched Armageddon. Is it as good as I thought? Just doesn't age well. Because I would have to say Armageddon is probably one of the last Michael Bay films I actually enjoyed and would say, ah, it's pretty good for what it is. But looking back and watching again, uh, yeah, some of those lines are pretty pretty cheesy. <laughs> That's that's before the Transformers, right? Oh, before the Transformers, before the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, might even been before uh, Bad Boys, or between yeah. the two Bad Boyses. Close. Close-ish. But uh, I still, you know, I mean, for what it is, I watched the second half of it, and yeah, some of those lines are just so bloody, epic, and like <laughs> dramatic. It's like, wow, okay, Michael Bay, it's 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 you know, I don't know who wrote this, but it's it's pretty extreme. Uh, that said, the other haiku I got would be uh, my get-rich-quick scheme has been found, trust me on this, Portuguese imports. <laughs> <laughs> because if there are three things that Portugal needs after uh, the 12 days that we were away, it needs ketchup, for one thing. It does have ketchup. It, ketchup does exist. Are, is food served with ketchup? No. 
Most, most you things, ask for it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But most of the places make french fries with everything, and they're really good. They're so good. No ketchup to go with them. Second thing that, that uh, Portugal needs, bacon. They do have bacon. They have Iberian ham, <laughs> which is like a prosciutto, right? Mm-hmm. And you can find bacon at, like, McDonald's of all places, but even then it's a little questionable as far as what they consider bacon. <laughs> but they don't have bacon bacon. I mean, how many breakfasts did I have that didn't have bacon bacon? It was just, like, ham that was, like, you know, that's fine. But the one thing I think Portugal really does need, considering all the walking that we did and exploring, and I think no less than three castles, zip lines. If we were to bring zip lines to Portugal... With all the hills that they have, oh my god, we would make millions. <laughs> so many millions. <laughs> oh, getting very emotional about this. Oh god, I walk so much. I walk so much, I almost didn't gain weight. That's how much I walked. Wow. <laughs> nice job. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, I still gained weight. It still happened. Oh. <laughs> we were worried for a second. So. Yeah. Concern. It's like you did not vacation well at all. Yeah, I practically fucking exercised. It was cruel and unjust. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So Hank, uh, Hank, what's uh, what's two haiku? J-pop and metal, a wonderful blend of styles, cutesy and blazing. So earlier this week, I discovered, or I should say, rediscovered. I'd heard about this band from maybe about three or four months ago. It's some article that was kind of highlighting, "Hey, look at this crazy shit that's coming out of Japan right now." And, uh, oh, that would probably be amusing. Forgot all about it. So, as I've been watching wrestling, NXT in particular, uh, they've been promoting their upcoming event, and one of the songs they're they're using to promote the event is a song called Karate by a band called Baby Metal. (laughs) And it's speed metal with J-pop, and it works. It's actually pretty good. I've listened to both of their albums, which is crazy because I don't think the band has been around for more than three years. Mm-hmm. But I listened to both their albums, and I got through them wanting to hear more. So that's that's kind of refreshing. So uh, if if you like if you like your metal with with a harmony and melody, like it's fronted by three 18, 17, 19 year old girls that mm-hmm. that are that are like they're the they're the idol types, like they've gone through whatever talent system that they have there to discover idols and, you know, whatever model slash entertainment they're going to engage in. But uh, they were, they had this project with this full-on metal band, and these three girls sing stereotypically cute J-pop with a double kick and an over-distorted guitar and mm-hmm. playing 2-2 fucking metal. It's phenomenal. It's it's really good. And so if you haven't had a chance to listen to it and you've got 30 seconds, I would highly recommend just <laughs> if you can get through the first 30 seconds, you can get through all of it. It's that good. So yeah, that's, I, that's pretty much in here. I still contend contest that that uh, I heard of Baby Metal on uh, Attack of the Show. But maybe it wasn't Attack of the Show, maybe it was an older episode of At Midnight. Um it was it could have been in At Midnight because yeah. the According to Wikipedia, I believe they weren't formed until 2013, and Attack of the Show died before that. So yeah, um, R.I.P. But I miss it. But anyway, yeah, it's I know it's this. It's kind of gotten that weird 
hey, again, look what's come out of Japan now. And it's weirdly really good, so... Yeah, so I think was, you were really excited about this uh, earlier on this week, kind of like telling us, you guys got to check this out, you guys got to yeah, check this I, out. So I'm like, all I right, was, I'm going to YouTube was this. Songs in when I sent that to you, guys. Yeah. I, it was just, this is just going from, I don't want to say strength to strength. I'm not, like, I, I do like, I do enjoy metal. I do enjoy speed metal. I enjoy fast rhythms. I enjoy distortion. And I really do like harmonies. And I... For all intents and purposes, that should have been exactly what I wanted, mm-hmm. and and it ended up being that way. Like you build something up in your head, and you think, this, hopefully this will work, and it worked. So, you know, I'm not usually one to find out at a band because of somebody's press release. Because, of course, your album sounds like a cross between Radiohead and the Beatles. Duh, oh, they all do, don't they? But they never do. They never sound anything like the Beatles or Radiohead, even in their drunkest states. This was exactly as advertised. <laughs> the uh, oh, the yeah. song that I checked out was um, "Gimme Chocolate," <laughs> and just to give you an idea of you know provide a little more context for what Hank is talking about. I mean, it's it's literally like three teen pop idols who are wearing um, Catholic high school girl uniforms. In the back, there's like this stat- giant statue of the Virgin Mary. And you're hearing these guitars just like shredding in a double kick drum, and then it gets to them singing, and them singing the chorus, and it's just da 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 da, give me chocolate or something like that, and it's it's this kind of like weird mix melange thing, which is enjoyable. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey totally took himself off a mute, then talked to somebody else, <laughs> and then put himself back on. No, mute. there was a delay in the mute. It was so weird. It, just, it clicked off and then on while I was talking. Sorry. It's perfect. Uh, and Mikey, I'm running the game. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. If you say so. <laughs> so, so yeah, for those of you who are who are wondering what the hell is with the confusion, um, we've tried, attempted. We're going to see how well it goes. We've attempted to try to fill in the gaps as best as we can, and you're going to see one of the gaps coming up in the following segment. The corrections department. So, yeah. So, Mike, um, yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I got two things. Don't worry. This is real oh, quick. Hey. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Mostly because uh, it was actually Alex's. Alex, you want to do this one? No, no, no. It's, it's all yours if you still got in your messenger there. Uh, uh, well, I don't have my phone right now. So, shit. Um, okay. basically, Phil was incorrect in saying that uh, William Shakespeare used Old English. As it turns out, uh, Will Billy Shakespeare, um, Old English predated Billy by uh, about what was it? Uh, it was about seven hundred years. Yeah, oh, about seven hundred years. Yeah. yeah so there you go. So he used New English. So his was yeah. New English and no, I don't English. know. Is it? That? <laughs> What's the difference between Old English and New English? All right, all right. I really English, English guys. Um, William Shakespeare is actually a form of early modern English. Like we're able to understand it if if. When you mention Old English, we would not be able to understand people speaking Old English. It would basically sound like German to us. Um, and it's kind of like what Beowulf was originally written in. Uh, okay. So when people say Old English and they associate it with Shakespeare, it's they're off by about 800 years, and we would not even be able to understand it if we actually heard real Old English. Okay, smarty pants, and what the hell are we talking now, huh? What's coming out of my mouth? <laughs> or internet delay I don't know <laughs> reverse burn so you said you had two things for the corrections department yeah, what, what else one? was I wrong about 
the only other thing that I could do is just a little tidbit I found. I found an interesting statistic that shocked the hell out of me. Uh, apparently, uh, when it comes to murders, 79% of all murders are actually committed by someone close to the victim, which shocked the hell out of me because that means that 21% of murders are committed by snipers. <laughs> that's 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 yeah. Think about that crazy. one. I'm, yes. I make sure I I make sure I don't walk anywhere near a vista or a mountainside yeah. or or like low low level apartment buildings like anything with like six to eight stories. That's Yeah, you guys just try to get to, to sleep after that. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Hey, do you guys have anything to add to the corrections department? Oh, I had nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Philly? I like I, I, the fact that that's two more points than I think I was expecting anybody <laughs> to have. So that was amazing. Woo. Thanks, Mike. Ow. Well done. Which takes us to the question of the week. Question of the week. This week's question, what is the best tangible gift you've ever received growing up? And if you had to feed it, it's disqualified. <laughs> that was to make sure Alex didn't mention his kids. So, <laughs> that they're not worth mentioning, it's, come on, that's, that's not the way I was going. So, first, we go to Phil. Yes, all right. So, a long, long time ago, I lived with my brother. He did not give me this gift. But <laughs> at that time, I was working at Chapters, and I was, I was working in, you know, stocking books, working behind the till, uh, not making out with any of the ladies there because you don't do that. That's you know your workplace. Might have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> but uh, while we were there, I, I managed to make friends with a bunch of people there, and we started hanging out. And Christmas came around, so I got gifts for them, and they got gifts for me. <laughs> Unbeknownst to most of uh, my thinking, I, I really didn't think that the, my friends listened to me when I spoke. And I had mentioned one time uh, that I liked a certain movie. It was an old movie, not too old, I guess, in the 80s. I, I might be mistaken there. but uh, So we're opening up gifts, and the, the guy uh, hands me uh, the gift, and I open it up, and I just start like giggling like a little girl. And it was a VHS copy of Jim Cotta. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So so bad, but so good. It for for all you uninitiated out there, <laughs> try and find a copy. But uh, it, it's it's basically parkour before there was parkour using a gymnast, and the gymnast's name's Mark was Kurt Thomas. There you go. So in this movie of amazing buffoonery. Um, it's an epic quest where a gymnast with martial art skills uses those martial art skills in a weird running man type game, and it's just full of uh, imagery that haunted me as a child. Really, the, the when, yeah. when they go through the insane crazy town, town. yeah, the, yeah, the crazy town. town, yeah, for sure, yeah, dude. That messed me up as a kid, but it was awesome. When he was on that pommel horse that happened to be in the main square of the town. Yep. Convenient. Conveniently yeah. kicking everybody because they'd come in at the right moment when he, he was doing the uh, the spin. Amazing. And uh, that was my best tangible gift so far that happened. They tried to, tr they tried to turn gymnastics into a martial art. 
Yes, they did. That's what they did. So which, if, if which, that doesn't you know draw you into watching, wanting to watch the movie, nothing will. That's. I mean, it wasn't a terrible idea, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, the movie, like a movie that doesn't age well, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's hilariously okay. bad. I, I am proud to say I've managed to find a download of that. Yeah, it's... It's a movie. It's it, definitely it's, a movie. Exactly, it's a movie. It's a movie from the eighties, um, and it's it's not it's not gold. It's not Mortal Kombat. No, <laughs> is Mortal Kombat gold? Is it? It was. It was when when Mortal Kombat first came out. Did you not come out of that theater wanting to go kick some ass, thinking that I, you could do I it? I want to freak somebody. Actually, mm-hmm. you want to freak somebody? Remember that, freeze. Mike. Uh, oh, freeze! Mike, he also enjoyed Armageddon many years ago, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Watch that. That's so. true. It's true. We should only watch Mortal Kombat. See if it holds up. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's got <laughs> to. No, no, probably no. not. No. Surprised they never made a Tekken movie, or did they? They did. did. They did. They did. Yeah. I, I thought they did. It's not completely embarrassing, but uh, it's a little erratic. Sadly, can you name one good fighting movie, a uh, fighting game that was turned into a good movie? Mm, shit, that's live action. Yes. <laughs> not, um, not the... You know, I really enjoyed the Karate Champ movie. I thought that was really good. <laughs> a lot of guys standing on logs. A guy in the middle, flags. Uh, yeah, yeah, fighting game. I mean, Dead or Alive. You got uh, Dead or Alive was just so fighting game. cheesy. It was actually yeah, really Dead good. or Alive. I actually enjoy because it's just cheesecake. It really is it's all about the the cheesecake shots, and uh, it's funny for that. Not much else. All yeah, right, well, I don't... That, that was mine. Yeah. Who's up next? All right, so uh, Mikey, best tangible gift. Best tangible gifts. I was thinking about this, and I mean, I didn't have a lot of like things that stood out as far as distinct you know like as far as right now I'm, I'm, I mean I'm still a gamer so I kind of went back it's like well I've had game systems forever so as far as the probably the best tangible gift kind of it has to be the one that started it all not the N64 or Super Nintendo or Nintendo it would be the Atari 2600 the Atari 2600 uh from back in the day with the original home console system and that, uh, well, I mean, the original for most. And, uh, yeah, that really set the wheels in motion for me to always have a gaming system in, in my house in some form. So, yeah, whether it was playing Spy Hunter on the, 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 with the amazing ability to use two controllers at a time, yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, that, that stuck around for a long time. And that crappy Pac-Man, jeez, yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible, terrible port. Worst port ever. How about you guys? Alex. All right, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit first and go with uh, some honorary mentions. Um, This is actually really hard to do, so uh, I got a copy of Daredevil, The Man Without Fear trade paperback a couple of years back, which I was super surprised to get from somebody for Christmas randomly, uh, which I really enjoyed. Actually, the chessboard that uh, you guys chipped in on, I think that was Hank, Phil, and Hank's wife who, who got that for me. I, that thing is actually sitting right in front of me. I love that thing. Nice. And um, the other honorary mention, actually, for my, for my 30th birthday, when Hank made a T-shirt with my face on the Pittsburgh Penguins logo, <laughs> that is one of the awesome. most amazing gifts <laughs> I've ever received. So thank you. 
It's not expecting hell to try wearing it in public, so I still use pajama regularly. Yeah, no, I understand. I still wear mine as pajamas, but I still wear mine, and and I even I every once in a while look at like, I did a really good job here. I'm not expecting that as an answer. Thank you very much. I did not know you guys were that tight that you wear Alex's face to bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I I I only I only wear that shirt to bed when I know there's no chance of getting some. So there you go. (laughs) Just my face just turns it right off. Oh yeah. yeah. No. No. Um. So I guess if I had to pick one, um, best tangible gift. So my my wife has a group of friends who every year for about fifteen years get together. And at Christmas, you know, they do a secret Santa. But as part of that secret Santa, you have to make, you have to hand make an ornament for the person that you're the secret Santa for, along with your gift, which is a max of like 30 bucks or whatever. Anyway, a couple of years ago, my, my secret Santa, one of my wife's uh, closest friends, gave me an ornament. And the ornament was this really cool Legend of Zelda Link 2D pixel ornament. So she had like, I don't know how she did it, but she kind of like stitched together little tiles that made it look like the 8-bit Link from the original Legend of Zelda in like flat 2D form um, on the Christmas tree. So as like a 30-something-year-old male, you know, this kind of like reminded me of my childhood. Well, at the same time, you know, reminded me of my, my love of games and to kind of, you know... Stay young, but when I when I open that thing, like it blew my mind. I'm like, how the hell did you do this? Um, and it still hangs on the Christmas tree uh, every year. Nice, very nice. Yeah. And Hank, thanks for the Arsenal jersey and the Poland jersey. Amazing. <laughs> eh, you know, I like my live price casting from overseas. <laughs> um, because I'm there and I'm looking at this and going, hey, who wants this? Also, I do appreciate that you were awake for some of that shit because oh, honestly, yeah. I know I was like four in the morning. It's like. I got to at least put it out there. Like, the town I was in, I could go back to it later on in the afternoon, no problem. So it's like, here's this information. And I think, like, ten minutes later, yes. Oh, okay, all right, somebody's awake. Yeah, I, so- I do remember getting in trouble, like, why are you doing that? They're probably asleep. And then get to show the phone to to, <laughs> to the wife, see? Uh, so yeah. to, to give some context, like, Hank, you were in Scotland at that time, right? It was... Yeah, so Link was in Scotland messaging us here in Canada saying, dudes, I'm at this store with, like, soccer jerseys on sale. Do you want anything? And kind of, like, taking pictures and sending them to us, like, what they look like and talking about the sizing and everything. So, like, yeah, yeah, got to get me that Arsenal jersey. Got to get me that Poland jersey. Uh, I, I, I came back from that vacation uh, with, I forget what the final tally of shirts was. It was, like, 15 I, or 16, I remember. Yeah, and, and most of them were mine. But, because I know I, I got those two for you, I believe I, I believe I got one for Phil. I was in Glasgow, and one shop had this very nice downtown Glasgow sports shop, apparel shop, had a second division German club. And they had like four different shirts of it, and I ended up picking one up for myself. But after, after I left, uh, one of my friends uh, one of, uh, from uh, the TFC games, he said, oh my god, yeah, could you get me one? So I actually went back. The next day when it opened, because we were leaving that, that afternoon, and all I could think of, and this is honestly my mentality, is that if somebody was offering that to me, I would be eternally grateful for, for them to go get it. So I had no problem going back to the mall. Left my wife 
She was in the shower, and I went to the mall to go get it. Yeah, never a problem. If you're ever, if you, if you guys are ever looking for a soccer jersey, <laughs> I can help that out. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I guess that's a, that's a, that's just me now. Yeah. Uh, best tangible gift I've ever received. Uh, it's funny, Mikey mentioning the Atari 2600, uh, because that finished a very close second. Um, and basic, and all I went for was trying to remember like what blew my mind in excitement. Like I had, there's there's a couple honorable mention. I have a keytar, which I believe you lot all chipped in for, and that thing is amazing balls, and I love that thing. Uh, the Atari 2600, but the thing that I think blew my mind the most, so I, I think it was turning 13 or something like that, and I wanted a, I wanted a proper stereo. What I mean by a proper stereo, I mean something that wasn't a boombox. I wanted something with a record player on it. I wanted something with a cassette deck on it. I wanted something that had a decent radio on it with nice speakers. And by like, and I didn't know any better, but I just knew I didn't want a boombox. And I knew which one I wanted. And this is what I asked for, and what I ended up with was so much nicer and so much better, and and I probably put days worth of music through that thing, probably months. But when I like when I opened it up, I was just jaw on the floor because it was not what I was expecting, and like basically that thing was had to be thrown out because I played it until it died. That was a good ten to fifteen years. Uh, so yeah, so that that was probably it. But I mean, yeah, the Atari Twenty Six Hundred that Christmas morning, man, that was that was a close second. I mean, I was only like six or something, six or seven, and I remember vividly losing my shit <laughs> somewhere near the Christmas tree, permanently staining the carpet because there's a there's an Atari Twenty Six Hundred with a copy of Phoenix and a copy of I think it was uh, Keystone Capers. And um, yeah, that uh, that machine got more than its fair share of usage out of it. So when when I that. think of uh, when I think of you more so than the gaming aspect, because even though I know you're a gamer, mm-hmm. I I do think more about the music side of you. That there's this crazy catalog in your head of music that you love and that you've shared with us and that you you know try and share with others, and in a good way, not not trying to push upon them to to listen yeah. to this, but it's your enjoyment of music is. One of the more pure ones that I found before. There's no what's the word I'm looking for. It, it's not like condescending where you're like, this is the best music ever. Listen to it. This is the only thing that you can ever listen to, because you're mm-hmm. you, you listen to such different genres. It's not it's not like you just listen to uh, ska, uh, rock. Sp- no, how do you say it? Ska punk. Ska yeah, punk. Ska there punk, you go. Yeah. Ska punk. It's not just you listen to that. But thanks guys. Thanks for the help. Um, <laughs> Let him hang, let him hang. Baby metal? (laughs) Baby metal. And it's the fact that you have this wealth of knowledge in you that I'm surprised that there's not a third podcast, that it's not in your future, that has a a music element to it. It's it's funny because the very first podcast I I actually thought of doing was probably about, I don't know, five years ago. And the, the concept was, to speak to one of your earlier points, music is very subjective obviously. At the time, I knew a lot of people who were like, you should listen to Kiss. They're like the greatest band ever. And then you listen to Kiss and you go, this is fucking garbage. This is absolute garbage. Like, don't get me wrong. They had good songs, but like, you have the screw face looking at them like, what the fuck do you know about anything? So oh, God. Uh, he, there, there goes the point about him not being condescending. No, no, no. But, no, no, oh, no we're no, going to no, get no, so no. many Kiss fans on our asses now. Thanks. No, God. 
the, no, the, you have to remember the context. It's not saying that I think Kiss sucks because you like it. I'm saying you were trying to sell me on this as the greatest thing ever, and you don't know anything about me, and you don't even try to know anything about me because you just believe that this is the greatest. Bit. Like, okay, you guys know I am the I love 311, and and I don't know if I've ever said to you guys, why don't you listen to this? You guys are fucked up. This is the greatest thing ever because it's subjective. Just because I like it doesn't mean anybody else in the world should fucking like it. So I would never push that on you. That being said, though, if you are listening to a couple bands that sound like that or a couple genres that sound like that, I'd go, hey, here's a couple songs that might be in your wheelhouse. But it's more of trying to understand your tastes rather than me trying to preach. Because I always hated these people who would have like their band shirts and they were like, oh, the, the last album is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. And you go listen to it. And there have been people who I've gone and listened to because, I mean, obviously, if somebody is endorsing something that good, it must be good. And you go, you listen to it, it's like, I'm never getting that 40 fucking two minutes back. This is terrible. <laughs> but the, the thing is, it's it's the arrogance that comes with it. So with Baby Metal, it's like, you guys got to check this out. I wanted you to check it out because it was fucking different. Very different. I don't know anything that sounds anything like that. Do I expect you guys to love it? Fuck no. Just give me 30 seconds. Just give me one song, and you can just go, that was amusing. I laughed. Good night, everybody. Like, that's it. So, but yeah, like, the music thing, it's just, yeah, like, catalog is a weird is a weird word because it's, it's kind of true. And I don't want to sound like I am bragging by any means, but the shit that I can fucking pull out of my head, like, you give me the right melody and the right opening word of the song, and I could probably recite the entire song. But if I don't have that mental trigger, I will not remember it at all. Like... I could not just start jotting down lyrics of a song from the 80s. But if as soon as I hear that rhythm and I hear that sound and I hear that voice, it all pops out. So anyway, mm-hmm. thanks for the props on the music thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of an endorsement, man. Like I, I wish that we had more time to do... Completely forgot. So the first podcast idea I had was... Yes. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that weird tangent. The first podcast idea I had was... Obviously, it's like my tastes, but the concept was the other tracks from albums that nobody listened to. So take, for example, I don't know, um, No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom. Like, you you all know somebody who owned that. You may have owned it yourself. And there were other songs that never made the radio that I thought, these are really, really good. And it was more of a con- – the concept was just playing, like, B-sides from those good albums because there are good albums. We can all recommend – maybe not Mikey, but we can all recommend <laughs> – not your wife could. Your wife totally could, though. Like an album that had, you loved it from end to end, but nobody really appreciated it. Or I should say nobody, but everybody knows like those two hit songs. But you could listen to it and go, but those weren't even the best songs on the album. This, like these two tracks, were really good. So the idea was, it would every episode would be about three or four songs long, with just a little preamble about the album, what was successful about it, how it did. And then here's what I thought were really good tracks. And then you play them, and that would be it. And I figured they were only going to be 20 minutes long. The weird part was I'd written out about 15 playlists of 15 little episodes. I don't know where that playlist went. So I was really close to starting it. but Nothing, uh, nothing from stopping you from doing that now, man. Other than time. Oh, no, no, no I, I agree. I agree. But I kind of – I'd spent a fair amount of time staring at my CD collection going, hmm, all right, what can, what can I pull mm-hmm. out of here? And it wasn't. It would have been too easy to just go. Oh well, here's a song from an album nobody heard it from a band nobody knows about. Because I got tons of those too. 
but that would kind of miss the point. And also, too, the, the whole concept had a very limited shelf life, so it wasn't like, here's mm-hmm. episode 233 of <laughs> Mark pulling out shit out of his ass, listen to this song. It was only going to, it could only be about 20, 30 episodes at most because I was going to run out of material. We're Take happy for it because we need you here. <laughs> yeah, fuck your other lady. Man. That's a good burn, dude. Man. I like that. Good burn. Good burn. <laughs> I never even thought of that one. Oh, that was, that was lying right to his face. That's a good oh one. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I understand all of you gentlemen have seen the Captain America Civil War film. Mm-hmm. I have. Yes. Yes, we um, have. So, um, just uh, just kind of a little roundtable. Uh, what uh, what stood out for you guys the most for the film? What would you say the biggest? What was the biggest positive that you got out of it? When I saw this headline in one of those reviews, it's like best comic book movie uh, ever made. To a certain extent, I agree to the fact that it is the most comic book like comic book movie I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Because when you picture a comic book that has the Avengers or whatever, you know, you have those little moments. But this this has, you know, you're listening to this, you've already heard all the spoilers, or you're going to hear them all. This has a genuine fight scene that looks like it's straight from the comic books, yeah. where all these characters are fighting and all these overlapping, like, you know, backstories of why these two characters don't really like each other, why these two characters don't like each other. And it comes to head in these great little... Second second chapter fight, and then even the fight near at the end. So it's like, wow, this is like it was so comic booky. It was a better X Men movie than the original X Men movies were because even those fight scenes were like, ah, oh, it's the X Men. But this, like, you know, it was orchestrated so well to the point that I kind of wanted to see if everyone is accounted for as the fight scene unfolds. So that part I really enjoyed. Geeked out to that myself. How about you guys? Uh, so me, go ahead, Phil. Yeah, go. Ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, ooh, I, I like the, I like the radio mellowness of no. You go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. My, one nipple got a little tingly. It was weird. Good. Go on. <laughs> go ahead, Alex. Full disclosure: I actually still think that uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier is a superior movie. Um, but if I had to pick one thing that you know hit the joy button in this in Civil War, it would definitely be that airport fight scene. Um, and specifically, Ant-Man's involvement and Spider-Man's involvement. The only problem that I had with that scene, and yeah, I guess that scene specifically, despite how great it was, I didn't real, really feel that it had any stakes attached to it. It it didn't seem like anyone was ever in, in any real danger of, you know, being killed or being hurt, uh, except at the end when default black guy gets hurt. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but, like, the, sec- the second you see War Machine... <laughs> War Machine. War Machine. expressed like this episode. Something's going to happen to him. So... Yeah, I really enjoyed the action scenes. I really enjoyed, like, Spider-Man's banter. I really enjoyed Ant-Man's banter and just the interaction between the characters. Like, I loved the dialogue and the back and forth. Uh, like Mikey said, it, it's, it was definitely very comic booky. Um, but for some reason, the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, I was watching it, 
and after having heard the reviews and, and hearing all the positive buzz about it, you know, I'm kind of trying to tell myself, like, I'm supposed to be loving this. I think I'm supposed to be loving this, but I'm not. I'm not even sure if I'm enjoying this all that much. Um, but once the movie got rolling and once you got to the action sequences and once you got to Wakanda and, you know, this the treaty thing and everything and the, and the fight scenes and the end with Captain America and Iron Man, um, it all came together pretty well. So love the action scenes. Didn't think there were really high enough stakes in the airport fight scene. Uh, but overall... Solid movie, seven point five out of ten for me. Well, I mean, the the thing is, you can't have all the characters die in one fight scene, especially when they're all like you know named characters. But as far as the 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 speed of the movie, and I took that into account because I went to go see it a second time with Hink of all people, mm-hmm. and after Why? he had said that it was, <laughs> after he had said that it was a little slow paced, but after watching it the second time, and I was watching this specifically for this, I didn't find any of the scenes. Uh, unnecessary. Everything lent the story, lent the character development, and actually had purpose. I didn't find anything that's like, oh, this part they could have cut out, this part they could have cut out. Mm-hmm. Everything had 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 a reason, uh, especially the second time around when I was going in looking for that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the pacing wasn't as exciting in the first the third, like, like you said, but I, I thought it was okay overall. No, Again, I get it. They have to put as... the pieces together and everything, and they were yeah. they were like you know setting up the the pieces on the chessboard before letting everything fly. Mm-hmm. But uh, those first fifteen twenty minutes, despite every scene obviously serving some kind of um, story purpose, uh, it didn't grab me in the same way as you know the first twenty minutes of Winter Soldier. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's Phil? fair. Yeah, that's fair. Sorry, that's Phil. Fair. Phil, what do you what do you think? Well. Things I liked about the movie, I liked Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked how they went classical Spider-Man with him, and the, it was uh, the the fight in the airplane uh, airport, awesome, fun times. Like you guys said, there was no real danger of anybody actually getting killed. But I feel that as they're all superheroes, mm-hmm. they try to inca- incapacitate people as opposed to kill them. I did enjoy a Black Panther. Um, he didn't get a lot of uh, screen time, but the screen time that he did, I think that he did a very good job of, um, or the CGI did a very good job of showing off his uh, his techniques and uh, his powers. And the the biggest problem with these movies is the introduction of so many characters. So there's a hard time to, like, I actually got to the end of the movie and I felt like, wait, isn't there more? Because it felt like it was clipped off. And there should have like it was two hours and forty five minutes, but I was like, okay, this this doesn't give me enough information about what's still going on with the quote unquote civil war. Uh, did you guys read the comic books at all? Are you familiar? With I the know war? the basic story of what happened in the civil war, and there was yeah, I mean the animosity and the characters who actually died. Yeah, so there, there's a, a lot more at stakes in the comics, where this is a lighter version of. The reasoning and the way that they make it the Avengers' fault as opposed to the New Mutants' fault. It's, you know, because you can't tell every story in the book, so you have to do it about the main characters. But it felt very rushed in in the sense of, okay, this happened. Okay, Tony Stark feels bad. Okay, Tony Stark's going to change shit. Fuck y'all. I'm doing my shit. I'm Tony Stark. And it, it did feel like that. It felt like Tony Stark was 
basically the driver behind that and which in the in the book it's very much he's a the you know the government man company man and he wants to make amends and uh, it's not even he wants to make amends because he has nothing to do with what happened which yeah, really goes against this character when you think about it. I felt like the roles and the um, the kind of like philosophical stances of Captain America and Iron Man should have actually been reversed. Well, with Captain America being more like pro U.S. government and regulation and following the rules. No, but what and, well, and Captain Iron America Man being more about like gung ho and fuck it, we're, we we you know we're gonna lose our freedom if we're this way. Well, think about it. But Captain America stands for freedom. Yeah, I I think I think Captain America be- better represents the individuals and helping the most people in theory as individuals. And in in the case of Iron Man, I think it was more of a, a business deal, right? Like it was, it made more sense to him to kind of like let's rein all these guys in because he himself has no superpowers to speak of. Uh, so it made sense to him to kind of let's get these guys under control. And he's already in the public eye, so he has nothing to hide. That's my biggest issue. No, and is they that... gave they gave him good motivation too in the beginning. You know, in that scene in the theater when the lady kind of says like, "You killed my son," essentially. So yeah, that kind of probably made him feel guilty. No, he didn't do it, but like the the superheroes did it, whom he's affiliated with, right? Uh, I I felt that the guilt ratio was not high enough. There wasn't enough consequence. We didn't get to know those people that were blown up. If there had been a, a scene where we saw them, you know, mm-hmm. doing, like, there happened to be a, a group that was building a fucking church for the people there, or building a settlement, and, you know, you saw these workers, you saw these students. If they gave us that, there'd be context. There'd be like, oh shit, mm-hmm. that did impact actual people. All we saw was a building being blown up. No idea what happened. And I can, I can, I know why they can't show that, but at the same time, they still have to give us some kind of mm-hmm. reason to feel sympathy. And to have the, okay, I can understand why Captain, uh, why uh, Iron Man feels that way, but for me it was it was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, like you said, Ant Man when he turned into Giant Man. I was giggling like a little. <clears throat> I, I, my, my biggest problem though is why do giants always move so slowly? <laughs> uh, because the because uh, proportional strength, speed, uh, density, weight, mass, it's physics. Have you seen a giraffe move? Lies. <laughs> a giraffe is huge, and they, they they they'll just all of a sudden be near your face, and it's like yes, what? yeah. But they take uh, they take longer strides and fewer of them. So yeah, it's it's you know, um, yeah, and, a, and a giraffe, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll move a little slower. <laughs> You're so tired. <laughs> Anyways, there, but yeah, I did enjoy the movie. I I. There, there are certain characters that I could care less about, like Scarlet Witch and the Vision. My two complaints about the movie overall, uh, I still, I still don't like the character's design of Vision. I think mm. he still looks really awkward. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Bettany. I think yes. he deserves a better outfit than that overall, because he's just, he's so damn purple. <laughs> I know Vision is supposed to be red, and red does not translate well on film. Uh, as a general rule, uh, but like God, man, it's it's hard to look past all that makeup. Like mm-hmm. I can't help but think of, and I haven't seen X Men Apocalypse yet, but the, the the stills of Apocalypse look horrible. He looks like Ivan Ooze from the Pi- Power Rangers movie. It's <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Uh, the only other issue I have overall, because I can gush about this movie forever, because I I think the positives far outweigh the negatives. 
um, was I, I don't know about the tying Iron Man or Tony Stark's parents to Winter oh, Soldier. Oh Lord! Like yeah. that was a little like that was okay. far fetched. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we needed another motivation for them to really it's hate unnecessary. each other. Unnecessary. Yeah. But it's, at the it's, same time, it's like let's force another another wedge link into the chasm. And yet, despite how it was treated and how it was, you know, kind of, you know, that was the third act uh, twist, it was still better than the Martha one from Batman Superman. <laughs> so I'm going to give him that. Dude, like, your mom's name is Martha too? Yeah, oh, you're Martha? Why did you say that? Why did you say Martha? Um, so, yeah, I'm, um, yeah I, I, I think I can almost let it, almost, almost let it slide, but I'm still hung up on, like, did they need that? I don't think they needed. So, to so that. Stark's dad, pretty smart guy, right? Yeah. Why the fuck is he carrying five blue satchels of whatever the fuck that goo was? Mm. That obviously is a super soldier, uh, super soldier serum. In hey, his wasn't he rich as shit? What was he driving? Like a crappy, exactly. crappy Chrysler or something? Why was he driving at all? Rich people don't do that. You have a driver. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what we do. I did. I actually did have that question. <laughs> When I saw it, it's like that seems weird that he's driving such a common car for a wealthy industrialist, and why is he driving on a back road? Well, you wouldn't. That's just it. You won't want to keep it low key if you're transporting something. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, want with your wife, flash or you get a wife. helicopter. Yeah. Like, yeah. or or why is there a camera? A video camera just happens to oh, be yeah, really? that camera right at that spot. Really? Yeah, and, and it was recorded? Oh, that's it just was. so convenient. Was it the 70s? It was or six, no, what was that, 80... What year was that supposed to be? I don't know. Yeah, 91? Yeah, I think late 90s, early 80s. Just... just ugly ass potholes. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Mark, did you uh, you have more of an opinion? Well, okay. So usually my one of my most simplest measures as far as whether a movie was good or not is how often did I even want to look at what time it was? So... The answer was zero. Didn't even think about the time, which means it kept my intention hmm. for the entire duration of the film. So in that regards, it was pretty good. Um, as Mike knows, I damn near walked out about 20 minutes into the film because they said, what happened to – where's Hawkeye? Oh, he's retired. I turned to him and said, have a good night. And I started <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I apologized to him and say, sorry, dude, you didn't make the cut. It's like, well – Thanks for having me. It was good seeing you. Enjoy. I think I also think I said have a good trip. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the wife kind of said, "No, where are you going? Sit down. Don't be an idiot." And uh, you know, endured the rest of it. But sure enough, he showed up. So it was good. I, uh, I my one of the things that I really truly enjoyed about that was the whole movie was was the dialogue, the very subtle comedy of the dialogue, in the gaps where you could easily put it in, and and the thing that was the most amusing was how the comedy was humanizing these superheroes. Just very mundane dialogue or just insane dialogue. But you expect them to be full of great heroic quips all the time? No. It's like, can you move your seat up? Nope. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's my favorite line of that was amazing comedy. Yep. Um, the one, the if, if I had to have a takeaway of the film, or sorry, a negative part of the film, I should say, and this was a, this was a point that was brought up to me, that uh, for a movie that was called Captain America: Civil War, seemed seemed to be pretty much an Avengers film, did not? They 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 did. I did hear rumblings beforehand that they they should have called it Avengers two point two point one two point one whatever it is, two point five. But you know what I mean, though. Like mm -hmm. it was, 
like don't get me and and it I realize it truly doesn't matter because I thoroughly enjoyed the film. I didn't question it nearly as deeply as you guys. I don't know the I don't know the story as much as Phil does, but or or Mikey does. But to me, if if I was a fan of Captain America and I really like Captain America: Winter Soldier, but I never read the comics and I went to go see that, I might have been a little disappointed because it was about half of him and it was half anybody else. And it was it was just that I just kind of found weird that it was it was an Avengers film that just didn't have the Avengers in the title. So uh, other than that, um, and and yes, the the killing of or the bringing full circle of the death of his parents by mm. the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that was yeah. gross. It was a little contrived. It was a little yeah. contrived. So. I, I I when I saw it, it's like oh yeah, I, I guess you had to do that, right? You had to have a reason. For the yeah. to, to to keep that 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 division going deeper, right? It was it was weak sauce. Mm-hmm. I, I th- it was at that I think at that point I turned. <laughs> I think I said it to I'm not sure if it was to Mike here to my wife. I go I go holy shit, this is Batman, and that was <laughs> that was <laughs> a little bit of crossover humor, ladies and gentlemen. Can, can, can we can we give credit to the one thing this movie did that I never thought would happen? Done. Anyway, on they, to the, oh. <laughs> they made Falcon cool, which in the opening sequence, yeah. like I just like okay, Falcon in the comic books, he flies and he has a pet falcon. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's fucking Falcon. But they managed to like make him actually pretty cool. The wings turn into like a shield yeah. and then it's like as soon as I saw the drone I'm like oh my god of course they made it a drone. That's mm-hmm. fucking genius. And it's Red Wing. The Red Wing that would be his Falcon in the comic books is a drone that he controls which is of course genius. And then he turns around with the shield up and then launches a couple little you know little missiles out of them to take yeah. out guys from, be- from behind the barrier. It's like holy shit they made Falcon cool. I would actually dress up as Falcon now, <laughs> as opposed to like I don't know, you know, ten years ago before the movies. Also, to take it take it back to, I think it was a comment that was made by Alex um, about Black Panther. I when when I when I had read that that Black Panther was going to be introduced into into the movies, all I could think of was is is this going to be, for lack of a better term, a token black character? And within the first the first sequence where he was in costume, I thought I want to see a movie with just Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting they, they made him unbelievable. Yeah. No, but like it was that was way like that blew my mind right out of the back of my skull. How good that sequence was, and he was tough and he was unique. Like it it wasn't just hey dude and Dude in a cat suit who can who can fight a little. No, he had some shit to him, mm-hmm. and I was very that that was that was a that was a bonus I was not expecting to walk away with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, full, full mark as well with I know nothing about Falcon. Full disclosure, I knew nothing about him before the movies. I still don't know much about him. So the fact that you said they made him awesome is mm, that's a, yeah. that's a bigger plus. But I, I mean, what little I know of Black Panther, I could have taken or leaving him. But now I want more. And I, I give credit to uh, the guy who played him, Chadwick Bo- Bosman? Bosman? Because yeah, he also, that. yeah, he played Jackie Robinson in the biopic, and he played James Brown in the biopic. Oh. So that's kind of his M.O. of playing, like, 
but like but the gravitas he added to the character of Black Panther was was again for a movie that was packed with so many characters uh, I think everybody mattered in their own way to a certain extent and everybody despite you know being muddled for some I thought it, it worked out well because like again like a comic book everybody had their scene everybody you know that little interaction between Vision and and Hawkeye it's like okay I would never picture them fighting but they made that work, mm-hmm. and everybody had their scene. Like you know, Wanda had hers, Spidey had his, Ant Man. It was so well orchestrated from a storytelling point of view, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed that part. My favorite character was Aunt May. <laughs> uh, I turned to uh, Hank in the theater, and I probably one of like maybe ten people in the world. Who, when he saw Merce Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. sitting on that couch, I saw the romantic comedy Only You. <laughs> Anybody remember that one? No, nope, just me. Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, Merce Tomei goes to uh, Italy, I think, for this one guy who's supposed to be her, the love of her life, and it, and Robert Downey Jr. there to mess things up, claiming to be the guy. Blah, whatever. But yeah, just to see the two of them together, you know, in another movie is pretty. Thirty nice. years later. Yeah, basically. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. So I guess it's a. Everybody's pretty much thumbs up on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody liked it lots. I liked it lots. Very nice. Mm-hmm. But Alex has been quiet for far too long, and now it's time to bring out the spotlight. Oh Jesus! It's Alex's dad joke. Alex's dad's joke. God, I'm burning. I'm burning. Guys, <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> guys. I thought about this about 30 minutes before the show started <laughs> while I was brushing my hair. <laughs> so, guys, uh, what did the bald spot say to the 20 strands of hair? One more time. What did the bald spot say to the 20 strands of hair? I, I don't know, Alex. What did the bald spot say to the 20 strands of hair? Comb over here. One more hit, time for hit, the fans. Yeah, hit it again. Comb over here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, hey, Alex. Alex, did uh, did you speak of this? It's weird that you say that. Did you hear about? Did you hear about the molar with the great head of hair? No, no. Hank. What, what 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 was that all about? No, uh, yeah, the molar with the great head of hair. Yeah, he totally keeps his keeps it neat with a toothbrush. <laughs> My yeah. Um. <laughs> Mikey actually laughed at mine, so that's at least a third of a point. It might have been a scoff. I don't know if it was a laugh. That doesn't matter. You want to hear how I came up with it? I was brushing my teeth, and I'm now convinced I need to compete with Alex's dad. Phil, your turn to go. My goal is to make this the most debatable segment on the show every every week. (laughs) I want to see those two tweets. Those two. Uh, Two tweets? Two tweets. There were two tweets. That's uh, uh, all right. Thanks, guys. I'll yeah. try again next time. <laughs> that, that was, as, as usual, it was a tour de force, Alex. Speaking thanks. of tours, hey Mikey, how, how was your trip? Hey, hey, I went somewhere. I went to uh, Spain Light, as they like to call it. <laughs> and, and yes, it, it's funny. So besides talking about the cities I went to, or knowing where the Saida is, or 
obrigadoing people. Yeah, that means exit. And obrigadoing or uh, obrigadaing people. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the extent. Um, it was kind of funny because we did um, three cities in Portugal. So we did the first two, basically. Went over to Seville in Spain and then back to Portugal. And on our way to Spain, the Portugal uh, Portuguese guy uh, at the hotel said, oh, you guys are going to Spain. Well, you know, you should know uh, those guys, they don't really know a lot of English because, you know, they use the dubbed movies, right? So he said, you know, not really turning his nose up at them, but kind of like, ugh, they don't even bother to learn English like we do over here because we just have subtitles. Uh, he goes, a Spaniard could go their entire life and die not having heard the voice of, like, Bruce Willis or Chuck Norris. <laughs> the, the two names you've <laughs> you know, out of the hat. Actors. Like, yeah, because they're all dubbed, you may, you may never have heard those guys' as well, actual voices. Because, you know, Chuck Norris, you know, he's a big... He is still big. Big American star. (laughs) But yes, I found (laughs) for the Russian also also Russian, also Russian. Russian. Yeah. (laughs) But I did find that amusing that in Spain, of the two days we were in Spain, I found more times that people didn't understand what I was saying in English uh, than in than the ten days basically over eight days over in Portugal, where you know we could muddle through my English and they could you know interpret what I was saying. So yeah, there were clearly more English speakers in uh, in Portugal overall. Uh, I never went to uh, based on your recommendations from la- episode twelve, and we never got to Aveiro or Porto, mm-hmm. but uh, we did go to have some seafood in Lagos, which we did go to, which was amazing. Uh, we you know it was looking over over the water, and you know it was an amazing restaurant. Um, I also didn't realize that Lagos is in Algarve until the day we were leaving. <laughs> so I was going to say nice. I didn't go to Algarve, but I did, apparently. <laughs> listening to episode 12, I was on a bus. I can't remember between what cities I was, but I was listening to episode 12 and those lines where you were feeding me, Phil, and I, I, I said I was really, really tempted to just blindly repeat them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a person learning learning the language, but I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> out loud about how my face might look like a Mexican, but I'm actually Brazilian. Um, <laughs> didn't actually do it, didn't have the balls to do it. And uh, thirdly, uh, the thing that I found amusing while I was sunbathing in Lagos, um, you can sunbathe, but might I suggest taking it up a notch and um, and sunbathe like Jesus? Uh, it's a fun little thing where instead of just lying normally, put your arms out straight you know, to your left and right, and then cross your feet, and then just tilt your head ever so slightly. And you'll get the funniest looks, but what are they going to do? Is, hey, don't lie like that, you know? It's, <laughs> just, it's just a fun way to suntan. Just say it, you know. Oh, mm, sacrilege. Here lies Mikey, king of the Mexicans. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just lying here. I'm just lying here suntanning, guys. But, House is on fire, by the way. Yeah, don't crucify me for this. Come on. So, yeah, there's that. Do you guys have any have any questions about Portugal? Do you guys want to know anything about the motherland? Anything? Uh, highlight, low light. Give me that. Uh, highlight, low light. Low light would probably be <laughs> all the damned walking I did. Turns out the wife actually conned me into going on a hike. Mm-hmm. The entire trip was a hike. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's we did I we did countless kilometers. I couldn't even guess how far we we walked in total. Uh, the highlight, uh, as stupid as it was. 
in Sintra, there was this little place right beside the hotel that had a steak, which I, you know, indulged in red meat this time around. That had a steak that had mushrooms and a cream sauce on top, Ooh. smothered. And the thing is, is that normally, you know, as a as a lover of steak, when I do have it, uh, I would think that would just be overkill. But my God, it was so good. <laughs> it was it was like, do you like steak? Do you like mushroom soup? Take the best steak you can think of and the best mushroom soup you can think of and put them together in each bite. It was so good. Oh, man. It sounds like hell. That sounds amazing, actually. No, yeah. it, well, no, it was... He hates mushrooms. But... Yeah, he, he, yeah he's, he's got a personal vendetta against. And my personal... Buttholes. Personal highlight, low light of the trip, which is a combination of the two, was when uh, me and, me and the, the wife... I uh, decided to go uh, kayak adventuring. In Lagos, they have all these little rock formations on the coast, right? And you can hop in a kayak, uh, a two-person kayak, and you can just, you know, go around them. And, you know, and, and the idea that the person on the back of the kayak is supposed to be the most experienced, more experienced one, and, you know, I was trying to steer and, 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 and paddle and trying to match flurs, and then she's trying to steer and paddle, and we are not kayakers. <laughs> so it was both fun... And tiring. And frustrating. And, and frustrating <laughs> and, like, you know, team-building exercise. And, like, this marriage is going to fall apart if we don't figure out how to do this. It all became very personal and very introspective. And we just came to accept each other's faults and then just go. We're we're glad you made it. Yeah, yeah, we made it. It was it was both, like I said, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, we got some good pictures out of it, a little bit of video. But uh, it was it was it was fun overall, yeah, definitely. What about um? Did you have uh, any wine while you were out there? Oh yes, we had plenty. We had plenty of wine. If we had to make a guess, how many bottles of wine that we drank in total? Eight between eight and ten. Wow. Eight and ten in total. So yeah, every day we were drinking. Um, Portugal sounds like hell. <laughs> how are how are the prices for the wine? Like, is it much cheaper than it is here, or it's pretty? The prices similar? for the wine range like it could be anywhere between you know two and three pound or uh, euros for a glass to fifteen, okay. uh, 15 euros for a, a bottle, right? Okay. Or 10, 10, 10, 10, 12 ish. Okay, cool. Euros. Yeah, they were bad. I mean, you could see the price difference when you went to Spain. It was a little bit more expensive there overall. Mm-hmm. A combo in uh, at McDonald's in Spain was more like eight nine euros, while a combo in Portugal in, in McDonald's is closer to six seven euros, basically. Okay, if that's your measuring stick. <laughs> McDonald's should always be a measuring stick. Yeah, uh, at McDonald's I did have their the Portuguese McBafana. Oh, what's nice. A, what's a bafana? Is a bafana is basically a really. Uh, uh, thinly sliced uh, pieces of meat that are grilled and then with uh, onions and then you put them in between a uh, Portuguese bun and off you go. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it was. It was, um, it was, it was two patties that were very similar to what we know as the McDonald's sausage, <laughs> a morning sausage. So those patties, but ma- imagine it like less spicy, basically, and you put two of those patties onto a crusty bun and they put a little bit of you know, mayo sauce or something on it. That's about it. It was just like meat, you know, pork patty, bread, and a little bit of sauce. <laughs> Not bad. I'm, nice. That's what it is, yeah. Is there a restaurant that you enjoyed the most other than the steak place? Well, would... um, in Lagos, there was this place called O Camilo. Mm-hmm. It's just a little walk outside of the 
like it was a, from where we were, it was about a, not even a ten minute, five minute walk. But uh, yeah, that's where I had a, another steak, <laughs> one of my other steaks, and the wife had some of the best fish she's ever had, and the view there is just beautiful. So that was amazing, and the steak with mushroom sauce uh, place was right by the, our hotel in Sintra, and that one was uh, T U L H A S. Phil. T U L H A S. Yes. Tulash. Tulash. Okay, because I just called it Tool House. Tool House. The Tool House. The Tool House. How there was an umlaut. Tool House. And yeah, that's where if you're in Sintra, Portugal, I I definitely recommend that steak because I don't know, it's just it was fucking magical. You must use like heavy cream and like real butter and like you know just. Got to be the unhealthiest thing ever, but otherwise, yeah, it was it was it was it was magical. Or I was drunk. <laughs> uh, most interesting thing you saw. Most interesting like, thing. Like like completely either. Um, I didn't expect to see this here, or I never thought of something like this. When we were in Sintra, we climbed one of the two castles, and you can. I, if you show the pictures, you know you can go up the the, the 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 parapets where there's like no railing on the side for some of them. So you know me being afraid of heights, it did get a little that tingle of like, oh dear God, I'm gonna die. When I was oh. climbing to the top, the wife couldn't was was a little tired, so she took a break. I climbed all the way to the top, the top parapet, looking over this the entire city. It's an amazing view. And when I got up there, there's just enough room for maybe, if you were to fit them, like maybe 20 people at the highest point. Because there was a group of German students, between 12 and 15 of them, and uh, they were trying to set up a photo. And I said, you know, want me to take that photo? And I, I deduced they were German based off of the way they were talking. And in taking the photo, it's like, okay, ready? And I go, eyes, bye, bye, and took the photo. And then it's funny because they're like, oh, very good, and then they applauded. I got applause for that, <laughs> which was amusing from a bunch of Germans. Um, to but, be fair, uh, it's not the first time you've been applauded for counting to three. So. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 I've done or it by for... Germans. I'm pretty sure it happened like almost two weeks before you left. So. Yeah, I've done it for almost five years now. Mm-hmm. And I told the wife about it, about how, like, you know, I, oh, the other uh, one of the guys said, oh, you want me to take a picture of you? He's like, sure. So he took a picture of me over the thing, and then one of his buddies applauded him, which was... <laughs> It was very um, weird. Very weird. <laughs> I get to the bottom and uh, and tell the wife about it, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's that is nice." It's like, uh, "Do you want to ask me how I know how to count to three in German?" She goes, "How do you know to, how to count to three in German?" I go, "Cool Runnings." <laughs> <laughs> the movie that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cool Runnings. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, John Candy. What was the uh, the most Portuguese thing you saw? The most Portuguese <laughs> thing I saw. Holy cow! The uh, man with a fish cart. <laughs> was there somebody with a fish cart just throwing fish at people, going here, fish, 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 fish? Well, maybe not the here part, but yeah. fish, fish, sounds fish. like a muppet. It sounds like the worst muppet either. Here, fishy, 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 fishy. He's gonna uh, be wearing yeah. a wife beater. He must be wearing a wife beater. Oh God, the most Portuguese. Thing. I don't know. Most Portuguese, I think, I saw was us. Um, the two of us, me and the wife, we ordered tapas, but we ordered like. It's like at that point we were like finishing up in Lisbon, and it's like okay, let's get tapas. Okay, fine. We got like eight plates of tapas. Oh, sorry, in Spain. Sorry, in Spain. We were in Spain. We we're finishing up in Spain, so we gotta get tapas. 
And it was like, yeah, it was like eight plates of tapas, which I don't think that's the way you're supposed to do tapas. <laughs> so we filled up the we filled up the table to the point where it's like, okay, we gotta finish this so we can put the plate up here. And yeah, it was it was ridiculous. We 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 gorged ourselves. That was actually the one meal where we really overdid it. But yeah, it was it was actually really cool, very very filling. I'll show you some of the photos and uh, and uh, and uh, subject you to some of the videos too. As a Portuguese uh, national, I I do agree with Mikey that whenever we go anywhere, we do overindulge in food. So very well done, Mikey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, fitting. Did, did you do a pre-trip weigh-in and a post-trip <laughs> weigh-in yet? No, I I, I definitely uh, I definitely want to lie to myself a lot longer. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, not. Just, oh. Sounds like fun, man. Yeah, definitely recommend it. So, Philly, did they anything that Mikey said? Did he get it correct? Yeah, most of it. Uh, I don't think yeah. he's ever been to the country. I believe that he went to Newfoundland, which is yeah. very similar to Portugal. If you go, there's the houses that are small. There's yeah. a beach. There's and everybody people. talks funny and they eat fish. Talk, yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah. and Spain is uh, obviously a PEI. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder so, why they screeched me in, but okay, makes all sense. So, make so Phil, what was what was the first giveaway that Mikey did it wrong? When he said he walked, Portuguese people don't walk. <laughs> <laughs> we have bicycles, man, bicycles, <laughs> and if not, you get on an old woman's back. <laughs> there were a lot of old women. You're right. Now that they, you mention it, not only do they well, carry the water on their heads and mm-hmm. baskets of laundry, yeah. ask them for a ride. They'll they're very accommodating. Anytime and listeners, this is uh, from a Portuguese person who lived there for several years. <laughs> Next time you go to Portugal, or if you ever go, you see an old woman who's usually dressed in black, has a little handkerchief on her head. You, when they're dressed in black, it's because their husbands are deceased. Those are the perfect carriers because they have strong backs because they have nothing else to live for. I think the handkerchief on the head, the handkerchief on the head means whether or not. Uh, they have a customer, or yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, the exactly. cab available, right. yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. and sturdy. Oh, they're yeah. so sturdy. Oh, oh my god. Oh, they're already planes, trains, and old women's backs. Handkerchief, <laughs> libra. No handkerchief, ocupado. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Well, that brings us to games with Mike with Philly. Hey. Hey. So, All right. So. We Wait, are playing. What's yes. happening? What are you? What I thought? What? What? Huh? I literally threw together a game because, like I said, I was on a plane, like just what close to two hours ago. Uh, I can brag I, about I, it some more. I could do. I could do a game. It'll be a mess. No, no, don't uh, do it. Don't do it, man. I already got something set up. You can do your thing. You do your thing. I you got do you. I will do you. So. Tonight, no. <laughs> tonight on the Crushing Audio Podcast, we have our version of Jeopardy, which I'm calling Philperty. He's so pretty. Oh, man. Alex, sorry, his puns are already better than yours. <laughs> let me just swap the screens. All right, so uh, let me share the screen again. Is Mikey still an option right now for the games? <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. All right, so here oh, are the categories. <laughs> you, you really need to expand that screen. It's, yeah, you're gonna have to make it a little, little bigger. What the hell, you guys? Can't uh, okay, uh, well, this it's okay. You just grab the bottom right and just. Thank, thanks, Alex. Uh, you forget okay, what. For, for the viewer at home, Phil is sharing his Excel sheet. 
or screen sharing his Excel sheet. How's that look, guys? Can you? <laughs> yeah, can you I see can see that. that. I can okay, see that's that. Better. I can see that. Okay. I'm All right. Down on oh my, my God, are we going to win money on this? Well, yes. Uh, I, I will give you all sorts of Canadian dollar, uh, Canadian tire money. All right. So the this works exactly like Jeopardy. Uh, what you guys are going to do instead of obviously having some kind of buzzer, you're going to say your name and then wait. You cannot answer right away. I will judge who was the first. So you say Ooh. your name to to get it, and then we go from there. If you are wrong, yes, you will be deducted points. So uh, do not get it wrong. Ooh. Hank. Yes. Hank buzzed in. Hank buzzed in. What do you, what's your answer? <laughs> uh, You're also not allowed to do that. Ah, oh, damn. Uh, all right. What, so, what, what does the winner get? <laughs> winner gets the last word like every other game. The last word. Ah. Last word. New listeners might not know that. Well, I gotta throw this because well, I don't know. Well, we gotta get to that already. part so we can explain it. So then, the newest uh, to the newest uh, listeners, what happens is every time we do our games at the end. Uh, whoever has the most points gets to have the last word of the podcast and gets to say whatever their little hearts desire. Mm-hmm. So in this case, uh, we are going to start off uh, the the game, and I am randomly going to choose somebody to start off, and I will choose as he is jet lagged, Mikey. So the categories for the uh, for the oh, listeners shit, are music, cinema, history, and food. And Mikey, you go yeah. first. Come on, come on. Cinema for 200. This individual has the most non-acting Oscars. Mike. Are we, <laughs> no, are we you, getting minus points? Yes, if you get oh, it wrong. Shit. So you can, you can, you can, uh, I'll give you about 10 seconds. If you get it wrong, if you actually say something, yeah. I'll deduct points. If you say no, nothing, okay. I'm not going to deduct. I'll, I'll, I'll go for this. I'm going to go with uh, Woody Allen. Incorrect. Ah, shit. Now, Mother. actually, in Jeopardy, do they allow you to steal? They yeah, do. I think so. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. buzzes in at the same time. So if, no, if nobody buzzes guys, in, then it just yeah. goes to the next question. If one of you guys uh, wants to buzz in, no? Uh, Going I'll once. pass. I don't want to lose points. All right. <laughs> second guess, but nope. Nope, don't want to do second that. Guess. My, my second guess would be Scorsese. But... So you, you can't do that. I know. All right. And they usually say who the answer is, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. No, the answer is Walt Disney. Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. Walt Disney. Disney. That makes actually some sense. He's like, all right. And yeah. Mikey is still in control of the board. What yes. are you going to go with now, Mikey? Well, I do like the food, so let's food it up for 100. And basically, this will be a description of type of food, and you have to come up with the, the food itself. And you should really be answering in the form of a question, but... <laughs> I'll allow okay. it. That right. didn't feel pretty. <laughs> Italian potato dumplings. Hank, what nope. is gnocchi? Oh, what is gnocchi? Hank for 100. Hank's on the board. That's with... a yes key for Hank. I, uh, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to thank my wife for making that last week. I'll there take you. music for 500, Alex. Wait, Not are you keeping the score, Phil? I am. I am, yep. Okay, good. Uh, Philip Trebek here. No, music. I'm also I'm also keeping score given Phil's bad math. Good. <laughs> Somebody has to. All right, uh, so it's music for 500. This one might be too easy for Monsieur Mark, but this Mike. rap group. <laughs> yes. Go for it. Steal it. Once again, buzzers. Remember, it's not just for Mark. It's it's for everybody. He chose it. 
This rap group was the first one to be on the American Bandstand. Ooh. Hink. Hink? Who were Public Enemy? Ooh, incorrect, Hink. You're at now minus 400. You're, you're minus 400. Oh, God. Hmm. And oh, time is running out. Group on American time I is running out. And... Uh, I got a guess, but that's it. Time to. But you're out. not closing in, so... Yeah, I don't want points. So, the... Sugar <laughs> Hill? The, nope, the answer is Run DMC. Run DMC? Uh, Run DMC. Yeah, that's, that's my second one. Run I'm still in control. Music yes, for 400. You you're going for 400 for music? This playful parody of this song was featured on SNL and perhaps needed more cowbell. Mike. Mike. Fear the Reaper. Don't fear, fear the Reaper. Is it Don't Fear the Reaper? <laughs> yes, it's Don't Fear the Reaper. That's a question. Is it Don't Fear the Reaper? You yes. don't do that nearly enough. <laughs> it is Don't Fear the Reaper. Very good. Yeah! He on the board with 400. Hink is still at negative 400, and Alex yet to do anything. All right, biting and my time, biting my time. <laughs> Mikey with control of the board. Let's go. Are we going to run out of time or running the board? Um, I'll, I'll decide, seeing how tired <laughs> you guys get. I could go all night. Cinema for 100. Okay, yeah, cinema one. for 100. This actress can be seen in both True Lies and the Halloween series. Mike. Alex Hink. Ooh, Mikey got it. Jamie Lee Curtis. Who is Jamie Lee Curtis? Very good. Jamie to be Lee honest, Curtis. I couldn't think of her name, but I could see her face. <laughs> I was going to say Tommy Lee Curtis, but that's not right at all. Nope. Nope, that is not. But that's definitely you being tired. So Mikey on the Mikey with 500. Woo-hoo. All right, Mikey's still in control. Well, he wants music, so we'll take food for 200. <laughs> good call. Food for 200. French chowder with several kinds of fish. Mike. Mike. Uh, is what is bisque? No. Oh, Alex. Sorry, Mike. Alex. What is escargot? That is snails. <laughs> <laughs> Those are snails, Alex. Damn it. So he, he, he's going to be the Sean Connery of this, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the rapish for 400 <laughs> No, that is therapist. Um, and so Alex is minus two hundred. Mm-hmm. Sure am. Pass. I got nothing. Mark, you got nothing. Yeah. And and no, I don't even. It's not just clam chowder, is it? No, that no. would not be correct. It is bouillabaisse. 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 Which is a popular form of. Um, house music. It is. It is. Right after ha- uh, House. <laughs> All right. And I believe that Mikey is still in control of the board. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go to... Uh, let's run the category. Cinema 300. Cinema for 300. That's right. I'm only three in. I'm saying I'm going to run it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just a... Yeah. Okay. The first names of the wealthy Duke brothers in the movie Trading Places. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Our listener is yelling it out Pass. right now. Pass. Nobody, nobody going once, going twice. Mm-hmm. God. That no. would be Rudolph or Randolph and Mortimer. Randolph. I had Morty. Randolph. I couldn't come up with Randolph. Randolph and Mortimer. So far, you guys suck. 
All right, Mikey's still in control of the board. Okay, see number 400. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite's favorite sport. Mike, and uh, this is... Uh, Alex. I, wait, I wait. said Mike. Mike said, Mike said Mike. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike. Uh, what is what is a uh, 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 tetherball? Ooh, correct, Mike, for Very plus nice. going to say wiffle ball. That's not it at all. Yeah. Very good. Very good, Mike, with the knowledge of cinema. All right, let's see, uh, let's see if all these pounds can actually pay off. Food for 300, please. Food for 300. Flaming banana dessert. Flaming banana dessert. A dessert that's made of flaming bananas. Huh? This is an American dish. Mike. Mike. What is bananas foster? Correct. What? Foster. Mm. You didn't know that. I've never I mean, heard of that. There's no Googling going on right now. No, I just pulled I pulled that out of my... Look, here are my hands. Here are my hands. Right here. His, his ass has been... my hands right fucking there. <laughs> well, those All are just right. two fingers. Jeez, I don't even know. Mike hands killing fingers. it. Mikey Wonder killing it with his general knowledge of food and cinema. <laughs> Music. Right. Music. Or 200. <laughs> this is a good one and an easy one. This drummer of the band Genesis has ha- had much success Pink. as a singer. Alex. Oh, Mark got it. Uh, where is Phil Collins? <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. What is a Phil Collins? Phil Collins. It's a drink. 100. <laughs> Mark's almost I'll out take, of the negatives. Yeah, okay. I'll take history for 400. History two for assholes 400. <laughs> this Canadian oh, co-created oh. Superman. Oh, fuck me. Uh, Go ahead, name? Mike. It's all yours. This Canadian co-created Superman. Mike. Oh, oh shit. Mike. Um, Schuster. What yes, would be fuck. his first name? <laughs> I got this. I got this. Hey. Jeopardy would take a last name. They would. Yeah, they would. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> they totally would. <laughs> I'm giving oh, it to I Mikey. Alex, he... it's Alex. <laughs> no, uh, Mikey has it. Joe. Is it Joe Schuster? Joe Schuster. That guy's dumb. I'm like, Shoeless Joe's. I'm like, where the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no duds, Joe. What else would it be? So Mikey back in control. 1,600 points for that guy. 16, I got 12. You just got another 400. Fuck it. 14. Congratulations. <laughs> Split the difference. I'll do the math. Okay, let's go back to music for three. This singer had an Alabama city on his mind. Oh, uh, Alex. Oh, fuck, <laughs> what's her name? Alex. Uh, Ray Charles. Correct. Oh, nice. 300 for Alex. He's almost in the positives. I am in the positives. No, you're not. You were at, at minus. Man. You were at minus 200, my friend. I was at minus 200, but then I got 300, no? I I can't do math. Dyslexia. (laughs) 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 We'll see who has more points later. (laughs) Very good. All right, and Alex in control of the board. Uh, Let's go music 100. Finishing off the category. (laughs) (laughs) Louis Armstrong was well known for playing this instrument. Mike. Alex. Oh, Mike won again. what What is a trompet, as the French would call it? That is correct. What is a trumpet? That's not what they say in French. <laughs> uh, you don't speak French, okay? I don't think. Wait. You do. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll do two more, and then we'll uh, head on to 
the uh, second category. Ooh. Double Philly. That's, that's not wasted. Let's go to cinema for 500. Cinema for 500. Let's get Pink back in this. I All can't right. wait. I hope. I hope. I hope. Double Philly has got like three categories about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the category is cinema. It's for 500. Angelina Jolie's first film. Ooh. Okay. Why not? Hank. Hackers. <laughs> Ooh. Incorrect. I know it's not. <laughs> Minus a 500. Oh, for that, aren't I? oh, no, I did get one right. That's right. Probably a bloody John Voight movie. Ugh. I'll give you guys a count of five in my I'm, head. I'm not going for it. I'm Alex. Go for it, Alex. Do it. All right. So the answer is Cyborg 2. Oh, right. Cyborg Child 2. Yeah. Right. That's Cyborg Two. He's the one who eats wow. the baby in that movie. Yeah. Wow. All right. I believe that Mikey is still in control, and I think, I think so. Let's go for food for five hundred then. And this would be the time that Mark would do the sound effects of DDD really? time. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? All right. Food for five hundred. Indian bitter orange spice. Indian bitter orange spice. Uh oh god. Mm. I know a few, but I don't know. Alright, uh Alex. Okay, Alex. I don't even know if this is a spice. Um Tamarind? Incorrect. Tamarind? Uh, Incorrect. Tamarind? <laughs> is that hey. is that your answer? Is that your answer? Oh, hey, hey, for it. He Googled it. He had enough time. No, turmeric? That is correct. Turmeric. Oh really? Turmeric. But turmeric is brown. That's what it's, you mean. it's a bitter orange spice, though. Come I know. On, Mike. Kind of sounded like it. <laughs> so he's consulting all right. his wife. Do, do I do it? No, she actually just corrected my pronunciation. Uh, keep going. Uh, uh, history for uh, well, five hundred themes. I'm doing. Well. All right, we'll just do the history. Of the last one, and then we'll go to the the second. Uh, Ooh, second. double Philly. Yeah. So. <laughs> This piece of baseball equipment was invented in Canada in 1883. Mike. Yes, Mike? Well, uh, what is a hockey mask? So this piece of baseball equipment... Oh, baseball! Uh, no. What is a baseball so, mask? Nope. Alex. <laughs> Alex. Uh, what is... Uh, this is the only piece I can think of. What is the helmet? A minus 500 for Alex. Ah. <laughs> Hink. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a fucking trap, dude. Hank. Oh, what is wait, I think that. Yeah. A baseball glove. The uh, judges will take it. Yes. Uh, love uh. Baseball glove, gentlemen. Baseball glove. All right. Oh. And let me just tally up, and then Alex can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. I think I'm at minus 900. <laughs> if, if my math skills... Yeah, you're at minus 900. I could use a calculator, but that'd be cheating. Are you adding up the ones we got right as opposed to keeping a running total of where we're no, at? No, no, I, I have a running total. It's just okay. So the score is currently Alex at minus nine hundred, Hink at plus three hundred, and Mikey with nine hundred. Hey, it's like me and Alex are like tied, but not really. Yes. Yeah. All right. Things are about to get interesting. Yeah. Are you guys ready for uh, the second part of Jeopardy? 
Phil Purdy. Hell yeah, we are. Phil Purdy. Sorry. Double Phil. Damn it. All right. Or is it Duh Phil? Phil Purdy. Let's start you guys off with a fresh thing here. You guys can see the screen, right? Oh, yeah, you want to read off the categories? I, if you want to read them off, Mikey, go for it. The categories are Ding. also known as mythology. And <laughs> one more time, one more time. Sorry, I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Asshole. The categories are places also known as mythology and games. You really should put commas between those. It's very confusing. It's you should know that this is a column. All right, so um, I believe that as Alex is at the most negative, he gets to start off first. Yes, uh, so. I will take also known as for two hundred. Writer, does anybody want to tell him he's missing six hundred? No, I, I I decided not to add that. <laughs> I, just made, I just made up numbers. Just check. <laughs> well, yeah, that's great. No, that's cool. It makes it makes the second half. So the values are two hundred, four hundred, eight hundred, one thousand, and twelve hundred. Yes. So the, the stakes are much higher yes. in the second half of the question. Completely disproportionate. All right. So, also known as, and these would be people's others' names. Mm-hmm. Writer Samuel Leghorn Clemens. Mike. Mike. That would be uh, what? Who is Mark Twain? Mark Twain is yep. correct. Well done. Couldn't think of his name. Sammy Clements. Sammy Clements. All right, Mike with control of the board. Yeah. Uh, I am going to do some mythology for 800. Mikey's skipping all over the board. Mm-hmm. Chief Aztec God. Chief? Alex. Alex. Who is Quetzalcoatl? Correct. Spell it. Make Actually, it spell I couldn't think of how to say that, but that's what I figured it was. That yeah, it's correct. That's a quick If you guys had tried it with a different pronunciation, I would have said okay as well. Just mumble Which, through it. I believe it's Churisquera. Churisquera. Uh, oh, cool. That's the, that's, the, that's the Arctic... Uh, or the Arctic. The Aztec god. <laughs> the chief. Yeah. Of barbecues. Um, <laughs> Alex, you have control of the board. Uh, let's go Mythology 1000. Egyptian god who cheated death. Egyptian uh, god who cheated death. Uh, I guess, and I think I got the character in Puzzles and Dragons, but... Yeah, I know, that's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> <laughs> and an intern... Alex. Alex. Alex? Well, Hink, no, I think he um, got in first. Wait, wait. Hink... Okay, go ahead. Pretty sure he came in first. Sorry, I thought you guys were talking amongst each other. <laughs> no, I don't normally say my name like that. <laughs> that was him. <laughs> Go ahead, Hank. Uh, uh, what is Anubis? That is incorrect. Ooh. Wow. Alex, incorrect. Wait, Alex, because I have to do okay. math. No Minus 1,000. Alex. I don't even know if this is correct. Uh, who is... I don't even know if this is a god or a king. Ra. Who is Ra? Alex, incorrect for... Minus 1,000. No, I'm at minus 1,100. Shoot. Uh, if, no, I don't, I'm not going to go for it. I, I You're don't, not going to go for it? I'm not confident enough. Is it Osiris? Osiris? It is Osiris. Ah. Yes. Damn it. Osiris. Sorry, gentlemen. Sorry, that was a difficult one. Whatever. If you didn't okay. know fucking Egypt. I'm All right. Myself. Alex, still, still with control of the board. All right, let's go uh, Mythology 1200. Oh, shit. Mythology 1200. 
In Slavic mythology... Oh, Jesus Christ. This creature is a cheeky guardian of the woods, and if he catches you, a ticklish death will follow. <laughs> uh, guardian of the guardian of the woods. Uh, oh wow! Slavic mythology. Slavic. You spell Slavic? No, no, I don't need it. It's fine. It's not gonna help at all. Origin is Slavic. Ends with a Q. Ends with a Q. Yes. Anybody going once? No. Going once? No. It is a leshy. L e s h i. It's no a leshy. Idea. And apparently uh, the way to get away from a leshy is to turn your clothes inside out and change your shoes so that one <laughs> is on the other side and the guy just can't figure you out. He's like, what the fuck, man? Oh, oh my He's... God, that is that just sounds like something you tell the drunk people. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Be useful, <laughs> so change your clothes. Useful travel tip, useful travel tip. Mm-hmm. When, when in Slavic countries. All right, Alex, still with control of the board. All right, let's go mythology 400. Going backwards... <laughs> These Nordic female spirits bring the dead warriors Alex. back to Valhalla. Nice. Alex. Damn it. Alex? Who are the Valkyries? Correct, Alex. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. And then, know why I make everything Italian sounding. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Hey. Alex, control the board still remains with you. Mythology 200. Ending the board there. Zeus's brother the god of music, poetry, and games. Uh, music, poetry, and games. No, that's uh, drinking. Uh, oh, God, you should know this. Nope. Doesn't ring a bell at all. Um, music, poetry, and games. Prince. No, no, no <laughs> idea. No idea? Mark? Pass. 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 That would be Apollo. 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 Oh. Okay. Alex, with control. All right, let's jump to places for 800. <laughs> the native folk of Angola are called this. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that a sentence? Alex, Alex. Uh... Uh, Hank? Uh, who are Angolans? No, that's incorrect. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> Can you say wait, no, Alex? So the native folk. Answer. Let me let me let me answer. Uh, let me say it again. The native folk of Sorry, Angola are question. called this. Did you mean indigenous folk? Yeah, the native folk. Same shit. Uh, Not really. Yeah. Go on. No, it's, it's the same. Really. It's the same. Uh, That's I'm how they would phrase Canadian. it in Jeopardy. You call me Canadians. Uh, no, I'd call indigenous. the Ninivit. I'd call the uh, yeah. They would say no indigenous. Idea. No idea. No. I'll wait right. for the corrections department to fix your ass later. <laughs> <laughs> no answers? No answers? No answers. That would be the Bantu. Yeah. The Bantu. Band. On, the, on the tip of my tongue. Bantu. Uh, let's go with uh, also known as for 400. Also known as. Wait, wait. We, just... did the, we did it the wrong way. It's actually this way. I deleted the wrong one. So there is no 400 because we I... just did that one. Are you afraid of games or something? This is really weird. <laughs> You've run most of this board, and you keep picking not games. Not anyway, game? go on. I'll do it go after. Do it after. Oh, he thinks he's going to have control still. Yeah, he thinks he's going to have time. <laughs> All right. And you're going with, sorry, because there's no 400, because there was a mess up in the... Oh. So uh, Let's go for 800. 800, also known as... No wonder it was so hard. Billy Batson. Mike. Mike. Who is Captain Marvel? That is Shazam. correct. 
That is correct. Yeah. Whoa. Nice. Correct. <laughs> I knew it sounded familiar. No, single soccer question. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> no problem. And it's uh... All right, Mikey all right. with control of the board. Yeah, let's go over. Let's do some games. Games. I'm all sick right. of all the questions. For 800? Yes, for 800. This game features a knight riding a flying ostrich. Mike. Hank. Mike. <laughs> would that be the video game Joust? That would be correct, sir. Yeah, what? What? You guys are obviously not fans of Jeopardy. Nice. <laughs> Damn lag. Sorry, um, I just came from Portugal, so I'm actually uh, ahead in time. Just And ahead in points as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm from the future. Uh, games for 400. Super Smash Bros. Melee has this many characters, including the unlockable ones. <laughs> can, you, can we get uh, close? Can we get close to the number? I'll, I'll give it to whoever gets closest. Okay. Uh, Hank, 14. No. Alex. I won't deduct any points for this one. Go. Sure. 35. Uh, Mikey? Mike says 22. Mike wins with 25. It's it's 25 characters. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give Mike uh, uh, the points. Pull that out of my ass. Just guess. Right. Random guess. The next, the next uh, several questions will... Uh, might have multipliers. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I like that. Mikey? Games for 1,000. Maybe it won't improve your skills in the kitchen, but this 2006 game allowed you to chop an onion with a DS Hink. stylus. Hink? Cooking Mama. What is Cooking Mama? Yeah, cooking Mama. It, yeah. Very good. And I'm going to multiply that mama. by 1.5. Eh, whatever. Nice. <laughs> I, was hoping, I, was, I was hoping it would be really... A, Really absurd, so it launched me into. Let's see, uh, games for twelve hundred. Why not? This final boss in this game is called Frank Fontaine. The final boss in this game is called Frank Fontaine. Oh man, I, I got a guess. Yeah, I got a terrible guess, but I'm not I got guessing. A guess, but that's it. How about this? If you guys guess it, I, I'm not going to deduct any points. Fine, All right. Hank. Alex. All right, go ahead, Inc. Metal Gear Solid. No. Uh, Alex. Alex. Grand Theft Auto 3. No. Mike. I'm going to say... Is it Dead Rising 2? No, you guys played this game. Bioshock. Oh, shit. Uh, Jesus. I did. Did you guys all play that? Nope. I never finished it. Oh, okay. I like you All right. Um, I believe it's back to Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, places for 1,000. Places. When visiting Japan, be careful not to eat this poisonous fish. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Hank. I mean, Phil, Fugumi, Fugumi. Yes, that is Fugu, or puffer fish. <laughs> it's the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons. <sighs> it's weird because I just, I just saw a video about how to how to cut that. With one, like with a leading chef, and they said the name like a thousand times. I couldn't tell you that. Couldn't come up with it. All right, just to uh, just to modify this, I'm going to give uh, Alex a daily double, and nice. you're allowed to uh, bet as much as you want. Take the games for two hundred. I'm going to bet five thousand. Okay. <laughs> and on what on what category are you choosing? Uh, on um, places for two hundred. <laughs> 
places for 200. <laughs> I, I might have made this one really too hard. 5,000. <laughs> All right. The city in the Nunavut territory, uh, territory is the northernmost permanent settlement in the world. Come on. For Damn two, it. Come on, man. Damn it. Damn You're it. Both Alex, of you guys are geographers. The only one I know is Iqaluit. That's incorrect. I'm not going to deduct you 5,000. Don't worry. Uh, can All I right. have his five thousand if I say alert? Pink, no alert. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you three hundred. Well, come on. What if I'll Mike you, says? What if I'll Mike you, says? I'll give you twenty five hundred. How's that? Twenty five hundred. All right. Deal. All right. <laughs> All right, Mike. You're not allowed to play for a second. Oh, Alex, man. back to you. We'll allow you to do it one more time. All right. Let's <laughs> Okay, games uh, for two hundred for ten thousand points. We'll, we'll give you five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sega is the short form for this. Ooh. Really? Ooh. This is up for anyone, no? Or it's up for... Uh, no, it's you, man. It's, it's Daily job. Double. Uh, Sega is the short form for... Sega-chan. I don't know. No. Mike? Hank, do you know? Uh, no, not even close. Should be uh, service games. That is correct. Service games. For some bloody reason. I'm giving you 250 points, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't know anymore. What a nice guy. All right, um, Mark, choose one. Oh, um, places 400. Okay. Be very quick on this one, guys. <laughs> very quick. Portugal. <laughs> Mike actually got it right. <laughs> Mike, Mike has just Pink, returned Portugal. from the country. Hey, Portugal. There you go. Pink, Portugal. I buzzed in. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I didn't buzz in. No, that's right. The rules are rules, man. Got it. Thanks for spoiling that for everybody. All right. I'm so good. What was the question? What was her answer? The, the answer was Mike has just returned from this country. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Hey, Newfoundland. <laughs> All right, Alex. Let's give you another try. Choose something. Whatever, man. Also known as 200. 200, okay. Singer Marvin Aday. Is it Marvin Gaye? Fuck. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's what I would have gone with, dude. I... Mark? Pass. Pass. That would be Meatloaf. Marvin Day. No idea. This is really hard. Jeopardy's <laughs> been known to be difficult. It's it's one of the more difficult uh, TV shows. All right, uh, let's let's. I'm just gonna run out the board. Also known as for a thousand, mm-hmm. politician Vladimir Ulyanov. Uh, Hank, who yes. is Lenin? That is correct. Oh, yeah, would have gone with Putin myself. You would. <laughs> I would have gone. I would have gone and Putin myself. All right, places, <laughs> places. Good thing I remember the answer to this because I didn't write it down. Uh, <laughs> Timbuktu is an ancient trading center in this country. Hink. Yes. Is it Bhutan? No. Ah, oh, fuck me. Oh fuck. shit! What the hell's that name? Look okay. at that country. When they say no, when they when they both pass, I, I, I'm gonna one more swing at it. Can you say it one more time? Timbuktu, Timbuktu an ancient trading center in this country. Oh, what's that? Country that landlocked country. That's uh, Alex. You got anything? Alex Lesotho. 
No. No. Africa. It's the, wrong. It's in the Himalayas, like <laughs> by Mongolia. Like the king of Himalayas, yeah. Fucking hell. So, the answer is Mali. Mali. Mali? Yes. Mali. Mm. Maybe I was totally yeah, wrong. I wouldn't have gotten oh, that. Oh, that's, that's not what I was going to say in my second guess, so that's great. Right. Also hey, known quick. as... Sorry, real quick. Um, since Phil is, is sharing his screen, uh, are there any of his tabs that look really incriminating? Good question. <laughs> All of them. Um, Jeopardy something, 20 Bizarre, fa- Video, Cup of Noodles, Pop, Quiz something or other. He Googled how to do a game. Fuck yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> cup of something, I don't know. It's probably okay, last one, also known as... Also known as... Actor in horror movies, famous actor in horror movies, William Henry Pratt. William Pratt, famous in horror movies. Older movies. Played classic creatures. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say Christopher Lee. Fuck no. Uh, Mike. Yes. Lon Chaney Jr. No. Mark. (laughs) Hey, Vincent Price. No, Boris Karloff, guys. Come Boris on. Boris Karloff. Killing me. Fuck. Another guy. Did you come <sighs> up with these yourself? <laughs> yeah, I went through different things. He's doing a movies. great job, Alex. All right. He's doing a great job. He actually is. This is very difficult. Those were tough, yeah, man. Let's rough. go back to, uh, yeah. to this stuff. See if you guys can oh, finish this round, off. First round. Food and history left. Food, Food for history. 400. Jelly thickener. Mike. Oh, shit. Gelatin, uh, is it not? Yes. It is not gelatin. It's not gelatin. Oh, oh no. what's in gelatin? It's pure. pure... Yep. Yep. Tell it to me. Tell it to me. Pure. Tell it to me. Tell it to you. Yeah, I want. I just want the points. So say it. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want Mikey to say it so I can just take it. Ah, purine? <laughs> I don't it... know. No, that's, that's not... not it. What is it? It's. Um, you, you're very close with the actin part. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, I'm, 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 I'm Hank. Uh, yes. Pectin. That's correct. Pectin. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Um, and let's purine. Just... Purine. <laughs> purine a chow. That's what yeah. causes gout. Cat chow. <laughs> the host of the real Jeopardy claims this uh, Sudbury, Ontario, as his uh, birthplace. Alex. Hank, Alex Trebek. There you go. See, why didn't you guys? Even say, why didn't you twice. guys? <laughs> why didn't you guys just, uh, you know, choose the easy ones first? Um, history: the first letter from North America to King Henry the Eighth was sent from this province. Oh dear God! Alex, Upper Canada. What? <laughs> Upper Canada. I don't know. The map was different, man. Ontario, <laughs> British Columbia, Saskatchewan. <laughs> it's it's uh, Mark. Are you gonna throw it a guess? They've already said uh, like seventeen things. Yeah, Newfound- really. Um, Newfoundland, hey, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. Is it uh, Newfoundland? I guess it's, it's, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland. it's easiest to throw a throw a letter from the old country. country. All right, last one. Cryptozoologists claim that Canada is the home of several cryptids and have named our Bigfoot this. Hank, Hank Sasquatch. Yes. Sorry, I said your name. That was my answer. <laughs> oh, no, you buzzed in for me. Thanks. Right, well done. Well done, gentlemen. So, final tally shows uh, basically Mikey uh, kicked ass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Good job, buddy. 
do, do, do I have to do a last word? <laughs> you can always say no. Yeah. You can just take yeah. it. Yeah. No, 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 I definitely want him to do it. No, can, can, I, can, Mike. can I do it like a money in the bank where I can cash it in at a later time? <laughs> yes. Wrestling nerd. Wrestling reference. I love it. <laughs> there you go. Fucking Mark. So All right, well, yeah. so so the final score, right, give us the final scores. The final score was Mikey at... Just he make it up, man. Roughly 45,000. Uh, 45,000? <laughs> Not 4,500? you sure? If, if, if I do my math correctly, guys, and uh, we all know how that goes. All right, who just finished second, third? Just... So so it's it's um, Mikey with the win, Hink, a runner-up, and Alex coming behind. Hold on, wait, wait. What's my points in euros? In euros, it's exactly the same, but times it by two. Can I can I can I exchange those tomorrow for some? Yes, like, you may. Yes, Canadian you may. points. All yeah. sorts of Canadian points will be given. Well, so that went been, well. This has been a <laughs> it did. You guys are not quiz fans. Oh, I'm a fan, a fan of quiz. I don't know if you're aware of this film. Mushy. I've been on a game show once. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never saw it. <laughs> Never saw I know. <laughs> I know. You did an outstanding job, man. Thank you very much. Good job, thanks man. For, thanks for putting oh, that together. Good job, All Bill. Our brains are officially moosh. Yeah. yeah, which is which is a really good time to say GTFO and yep. uh, call this some bitch a night. You can follow Mikey on the Twitter at CrushingAPMike. This is Mike. All right, oh, or not. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, I can just keep going. I don't care. Have a nap. Enjoy it. You've earned it. <laughs> So, uh, any projects coming up on the horizon? Uh, no, no. I'm gonna we, throw together the to make a to make a game for the next game or next uh, show. And uh, if our our viewer hasn't or listeners hasn't hasn't already figured out, it looks like we're gonna be doing a regular rotation with the games. So uh, feel free to tweet any one of us for any game ideas or uh, or uh, hate on, or hate or how, or how hate. much you just straight up person's game and what they should do better. Yeah. Well. <laughs> They haven't, they haven't seen my miss yet, so it's okay. It, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, you can follow uh, him at Crushing AP Phil. He has been our games master, Phil. Hey guys, I wanna I, I wanna take this time to to say uh, I I did a game, and and you guys played, and sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes you know quizzes aren't fun. Sometimes you're here to learn. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> you are coming out of this enriched, bitches. Enriched. Um, to, be f- to be fair, Philly, I-, I was on board until you turned. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, other than uh, watching the UFC tomorrow, guys, uh, which is a great card, I will be actually purchasing this one uh, to watch. It uh, has oh, very I'll- good fights in it. Were you guys invited? I wasn't invited. Did you guys get the invite? Uh, I no, no, we don't. We don't. Haven't heard about this. Should I just show up? We, I don't know. I wasn't invited. We, so, we don't yeah. let people come over. It's sanctuary. <laughs> it's bad for the grass. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, you can follow him at Crushing AP Alex. He has been Alex. Hey guys, I'm still waiting for Phil to do Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a, a on it. Just tune in next time when Phil will have Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's 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 our ongoing running gag. It's great. <laughs> I don't care. I, you know what? 
even if it takes like another five episodes for it to happen, I'm still game to try this thing because uh, I'm excited. Hilarious. I'm very yeah. excited. And you can follow me at Crushing AP Hink. I have been Hink. <laughs> and uh, with the last <laughs> word, Mikey is Mikey has deferred it. So um, good night, everybody. We're call it a night. Wait, when I call in my uh, my uh, my last word for you know whenever I cash it in, does that mm-hmm. override the last person the, the person who won that episode? I think no, it should. Up. I think it's that's amazing. amazing. No, you know, no, then you have to compete in a one-off question. There you go. Ooh, I like ooh, it. A wrap off. A wrap off. You're it's done. It's a freestyle so, rap battle. Say, so that's word. You save that cash in for Phil then. <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? That I can't rap? I'm going to be training right now. That Not didn't right even rhyme. Not right now. That makes sure. Sure. I thought you were going to start spitting rhymes Not there. Right now. First of all, I don't spit. That's uncouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Verd, verdant, right. verdant gobs of spit. Yeah. That's right. All right, well, then I'll have the last word because I, I exit, I'm i outroing myself last. I'm going to see Canada play uh, – the Canadian women's national team play Brazil uh, tomorrow uh, down at cool. Exhibition Stadium. Yeah, it should be pretty good. What time is that? Uh, uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, oh. It's, uh, there's, I, don't, I don't know exactly if it means they've sold out the place, but they've only said they've got 2,000 tickets left, so that's 28,000 for an exhibition women's national team game. Is there a coverage it, of it? Um, I don't know. I imagine it's on TV somewhere, but uh, but uh, it should be a hell of a crowd, and hopefully it's mm-hmm. a pro Canada crowd because that doesn't happen often enough. Is so, Diane Matheson playing? Oh, I hope so. I'm gonna put her in my pocket one day oh, and just sorry. in the stadium. She's so cute. <laughs> I just remembered uh, what I'm gonna be doing tomorrow. Oh, I've been away for two weeks, and the wife is uh, actually working from nine to two tomorrow. Shower. I'll be playing Overwatch from nine to two. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wish I could join you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Well, that's it for this last word free episode of the Crushing Audio Podcast. Tune in next time when the boys answer the question: If they made a biopic about your life, who would you want to play you versus who do you think the studios would cast to play you? I give the guys a break and once again take over duties as Games Master, and Phil takes us through some dungeon crawling. Okay, we don't know about that last one for sure, but it's like a rain dance, people. You keep on saying it until it becomes true. (laughs) We'll see you next time.